Hey everybody, this is Steven, the youngest of the brothers born. You may recall a couple episodes ago, David gave me some very good parenting advice. And then the following episode, Kevin um, and I talked about fictional parents, the good ones and the bad ones. The f- episode you're about to hear was recorded on the day of my daughter's birth by David and Kevin. And they intentionally give me terrible parenting advice. So I want to set the record straight that what you're about to hear is in no way a true reflection of my brothers as parents. They're both great dads, and this is more for fun. (laughs) It did make me laugh, and I hope it does the same for you. Enjoy. Steven! Kevin! David! our powers combined, we are the Brothers Born. By the power of podcasting, we have the power. Hey everybody, this is uh, the Brothers Born podcast. It's on Steven today. Um... And uh, we're going to talk about a few things. So, uh, Steve. Yep. Who yeah. needs him? Huh? Who needs that millennial anyways, man? That's true. Boy, That's true. I think you are almost a millennial. Uh, te- technically, I am a millennial. I'm like the first, I was born like the first year. Sometimes I hear that it starts in 83. Other times I hear that it starts in 82. One time I heard it starts in 79. But either way, I'm still not one, even if it starts in 79. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it could be worse. It could be part of Gen Z, man. Those guys are whack. Anyway, like our kids. Yes, yeah, like our kids exactly. Speaking Speak, of kids, speaking of kids, have his first kid any yeah. day now. If, at the time of this recording, that's why Steve isn't with us. Actually, um, he may be having their first, their first little child, little Stephen or little Stephanie. Do you uh, find it bit. weird that Stephen and Stephanie basically have the same name? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to name. Like, do you think they'll go for an S name for the baby or something totally different? I have no idea. I do think that's weird. I've always thought that. I don't know. I um, I always call them S and S. S and S. Yeah. Or Steven Steph. I don't know. But usually when I'm doing tech, talk, texting or whatever, I'm just like, hey, what are S and S up to? That's what I do. <laughs> that's pretty good. So uh, since he's not with us, I'm sure he's going to listen to this because he's the one that edits all these things together. So we're going to talk. The ones that we do without him. Exactly. So we're we're going to talk to him. Um, Now I'm a parent. I have I have two children. You are a parent. You have like thirty. I don't know. I think I last count. I I can't remember, but I have five that I appreciate and like more than the rest. So we'll just say I have five. All right, five works, five works. So I, um, on one hand. so I thought maybe we should give Steven some parenting advice, but he's also kind of a dork sometimes. So I feel like we should give him really bad parenting advice. That's a good idea. I like that. So uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about. Uh, um, so are we going to have, that. you want to have like, um? because I was thinking we could start at the hospital, but by the time he gets this to the hospital, it'll probably be over, I guess. Like, yeah, that person that should be pretty much done by then. Well, maybe not, but yeah, probably. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I liked when I was in the hospital. I did not always, I wasn't, I didn't get a lot of good food from outside the hospital, but I should have gotten her. <laughs> and I walked the baby in the hallway, even though the nurses told me not to. I got reamed out for that. Really need to keep him out of the hallway. There's too many germs. But <laughs> I was going to talk about what you bring to the hospital. But by the time, yeah, by the time he gets this, like, did you bring any bags? Like, or did you forget something? Well, I don't remember that well, but ours, ours, with our first child, our hospital experience was a little bit unique on account that we were living in a foreign country at the time. Oh, so we had to go. She's still an American citizen because. Yes. Yes, she, she in a is. Military base. Okay. No, well, it wasn't actually on a military base. It was outside of the military base, but um, yeah, she's born U.S. parents. So we we go to this hospital in Belgium, and it's like initially our 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 doctor or whatever OB person was this English lady, um, but circumstances had were such that she had to go back to England for something, and it just so happened that she had to go back to England when our daughter was born. So um, instead, we had to talk to this uh, French speaking doctor. I don't know French. So that was interesting. Um, <laughs> he could have been telling you guys anything. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, I mean, he, he wasn't too bad, but like the nursing staff, they basically only spoke French. So we we're just like, I don't know what's going on right now. Man, that would suck. So go to the hospital with a, well, down in Florida, maybe he'll have some Spanish speaking doctor. There or, some, or some stereotypical Florida man. I hope not. <laughs> uh, Florida man helps. He is, he is a Florida man. So yes, so our, our vice, the nice, nice number one for Stephen is uh, know a foreign language before you go to the hospital. I'm going to suggest falsifies his doctorate degree or MD <laughs> certification. Anyway. I'm going to suggest Farsi because everybody in Florida speaks Farsi. So Stephen, learn Farsi before you go to the hospital. You have a few hours to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Swahili might be good too. Yeah, Swahili would be good. Either of those. But no, like I guess we should start the advice like maybe by the time from the time the baby comes home then, huh? So just uh, make sure it's more exciting when you bring the baby home and you have nothing no supplies ready to go. Like you have no diapers. And I, I'm sure he's gotten some already through his his baby shower that I heard all kinds of stuff about and thinking I was gonna actually be able to make it somehow. But yeah, make sure you always like it's more exciting when you have to buy the supplies last minute, and everybody likes it better that way too. Obviously, yeah, and plus, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen, so it's better not to buy any baby supplies before you bring right. them home, and then that way, when you bring the child home, you know, you'll have an idea what you because you don't want to buy anything unnecessary, obviously. Right. So you know, just don't have anything at all, and then you'll kind of figure out what you need and just kind of go accordingly. Right, and if you're out of diapers, you can always leave the diaper on for you know. It doesn't matter how big the diaper gets. And plus when it's bigger, because it's more full, the baby's more cushioned when he falls down or whatever, or so when she falls down. So you can let the diaper go for a little while if you're in the middle of a D&D &D game or something. And you have to choose between that and changing a diaper. If you have to wait a little bit extra time to change the diaper, you can do that, I think. Yeah, obviously. And or or you could just reverse it, turn it the other way direction. Then you get twice the use oh, of the diaper. True. I think Steven does that with his underwear already, man. That's true. So it'll be just like just like his normal what he's used to already. It, it, speaking of D and D, I know it has a lot of dice. And there's one thing I know about babies. 
as a parent is that they love holding dice and putting it in their mouth. Perfect. That's perfectly safe. It's fine. Right. Especially, I mean, if it has more sides on it, it's not as pointy as it goes down if the baby accidentally swallows it or something. Exactly. It has like so many different vertices and whatever. So it's not as much, it's more rounded out. So plus, I mean, it, as it's going down, it probably cleans out the colon a little bit. So that's true. Good, good yeah, idea. You got to clean that out for sure. <laughs> that is true. So definitely diapers. It's best to do. Plus you want to always, if you wait for a good sale, if you're buying too much, you never know if you're getting the best deal. So you might as well wait till right when you need them. And, and so that way you don't have all these extras laying around. Same with baby wipes. I mean, I think you could probably, you could, I, you, it's a good idea. If you run out of baby wipes, you can always stick those bad boys in the washing machine. Yeah, you could. Or you can get some of those uh, dish scrubbies that you use for like cleaning dishes. <laughs> got to make sure you got everything nice and clean. Right. Well. Just scrub down there. Yeah, those things, especially if you get the wire ones. <laughs> no, those yeah. ones are, they'll, they'll get everything out of there, man. For sure. Steel wool is the way to go when it comes to wiping your baby's uh, butt. For, yeah, people are going to like, we're going to have the cops knocking on our door for like. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Anyways, you know what else is always good to do? Like you want to build, you want the mom for sure. Cause I mean, there has to be a strong bond between the mom and the, and the child. So in order to make that stronger, every time the baby's screaming at night, I mean, even if you know, you hear it more than your wife does, you just, it's better for the wife and for the baby. If the wife, if she gets the baby, it builds a stronger connection between the two of them. So just let that baby cry until your wife wakes up. Oh no. Yeah. Obviously I can't tell you how many times in our the early days when Kylie would be crying, I'd wake up. And it'd be like one in the morning and like, you know, and I want to go help the baby, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I really want to make sure that that mother child bond exactly. is really built up. So you know, sometimes I would even wake uh, Tasha up, you know, I'd nudge her a few times, you know, push her around, push her off right, the bed, exactly. like, Hey, yo, go take care of the baby. And of course, because, <laughs> because she's up now anyways, um, breakfast I'm like, for you. Breakfast yeah, for it's you. like, Hey, why don't you just right. make me some breakfast while you're at it? You know, and it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to, to always remind them, well, I'm the one who's working and making the money around here. So I really need you to do this for me. Exactly. You have to remind them that you're the one that makes, sometimes they forget. So it's important to remind your wife, right. Hey, I'm the one that makes money. So you should really be taking care of the kid by yourself. Exactly. It, Cause I, you want I, that bond for sure. Yeah. But you don't want to. The bond between a mother and a child is the strongest of all bonds. And don't want to interrupt the development of that. Yo, of course not. I agree. And also, like, I mean, you know, you're usually, you're usually, you're not the one, you don't have to be the one feeding the baby because by by law, by nature's law, you aren't the one who needs to feed the baby. No, so obviously. Whether Just, the baby's bottle fed or not, whatever, it's still not your, it's better if you let her have, enjoy her responsibility. And just The way I look at it is, you know, animals have been around for thousands, thousands, thousands of years, right? So if you look at towards have, the, that's for sure. Yeah. So if you look towards the animal kingdom, like, do you ever see the male dog feeding a baby? No, of course not. Different. I mean, seahorses, maybe they carry the baby, but seahorses are whack anyways. But other than that, like, I mean, a seahorse doesn't know what it is. Is it a fish? Is it a horse? Normal animals. You're right. I agree with you. Standard animals. You know, if you look at like, uh, like a giraffe, for example, baby's born standing up. It's walking around already. I mean, right. there's no reason why humans can't do that. <laughs> That's true, too. I mean, <laughs> I can understand getting a walker like Stephen, get a walker the first couple months or whatever. But after that, just 
put the baby on its feet and let go. And if the thing falls down, you just got to keep doing it. Also, it's yes. important to learn how to navigate the stairs early in the process. That's true. No, and baby walkers are incredibly important. Uh, we don't, you know, that baby's got to learn to walk sooner or later. Sooner is better. And as you said, stairs, definitely, if you have stairs in a house, at least I would say first, maybe first week, not so much. That baby's going to be tired. But after that, you know, every day, right. get them a little bit, give them up another step, another step, you know, work towards that progress yeah. and get up there. It goes back to that fold up diaper. I mean, if the baby falls, it just bounces right up. Exactly. So there's a lot of things to, that that I think all these things he might not have thought of for when the, the kid's just a baby and a toddler. So those are good. And then after a while, like as the baby grows up, because my oldest is going to be 15. Geez, what is today? In 20 days. So, I mean, what are some things like we, we kind of covered the toddler years, unless you can you think of anything else. And, but like as the baby starts to grow up towards like. Well, I, I did think of one thing. To talk and we'll go. Okay, go ahead. I didn't want to think about toddlers. Um, you know, that's a very important part of their uh, development, those early toddler years. That's where they really kind of get a foundation and things like that. And the thing is, you want to make sure that they're able to explore. But most importantly, when it comes to toddlers, they know what's best. So really, whatever they ask for really should be what you give them. That is true. You don't want to like, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. You, you don't want to stop them from exploring their world you don't want to stop them from having experiences right. so you know if your toddler I mean, wants to that's why they call it the terrible twos because if you don't let them have what you want then they're pretty terrible but if, exactly. if you give them the thing they want and like you obviously during that time you don't want to be the authority person authoritative person either because you want to i mean the mom it's important to develop that bond as we talked about earlier but as they get older you want to develop a friendly relationship with the kid like it's good to have them so they know that you're their best friend right and you exactly yeah, being your child's they, best friend whatever they want um it doesn't matter what's in the budget or it doesn't matter like if you if people are saying you're spoiling them you're really just making them like you more like buying their affection so that's important to you yeah because yeah. you don't have that natural bond like the mom does so you got to buy their affection and get it that way if they want to eat a chocolate bar at one o'clock in the morning that's fine right because it might make them stop screaming for a little while. Yeah, and that's so, what we want. That's what we want. We want the toddler to stop screaming. I mean, yes, for sure. Especially if you're in the middle of a Dungeons and Dragons game or, you know, whatever. <laughs> you're, you're making a podcast. I know this for sure. Like you're making a podcast with your brothers. You don't want that baby screaming in the background. If that baby wants a chocolate bar, if it wants to play on, what's that thing called? Like Coco Melon or whatever, you know, like if it wants to watch Blippi thousands of times, then that's what you got to let it do. I found that giving my children knives at a very early age, like learn how to cut their food, was a very good idea. Yes, yes, yes. Obviously, you don't want to get them like really sharp knives right away. Um, you could start with a butter knife if you want, like, but you do have to when you give them a steak, like my like give them their first steak when they're probably like nine months old or something, maybe even a little younger. Yeah, nine months is a good age for a steak for sure. Yeah, I think something to chew on, but but like when you start getting steaks, and obviously you need a steak knife, but right away, butter knife's probably fine. Um, so and if you're yeah, you can even give them plastic knives at first too, if you if you need to, but then the, the sooner you introduce it, because if you don't do that, then they're not even gonna know it. Are they even gonna be ready for their first machete at age five? No, obviously not. <laughs> you know, I mean, cool. And I also found that it's it does make things easier on mom if you let the uh, child teach them how to cook at a very early age. 
Um, you know, so like right away, as soon as, you know, Kylie was able to even like remotely stand, I had her at that stove, you know, right, just messing right. around, putting stuff on it. You got to show them how to open up the oven door. And, Obviously. I mean, and the refrigerator, of course. Plus when there's a mess, when they make a mess, <laughs> I mean, you don't have time. You're so busy with what you do as a dad. Steven. You don't have time to clean up anything in that kitchen. If they spill stuff everywhere. Don't cry. What they say is true. Don't cry over spilled milk. You don't need to worry about it. Yeah, no, exactly. And the baby can help and whatever the baby can't clean up, your wife can do it. Obviously the dog can also clean a lot up off the floor. Plus the dog could even clean the baby when needed. That's, That's true. Kevin didn't really have that advantage, but I've always, I know you have a dog. So even I have a dog. Those things make, make use out of them. They I, can clean the baby. I always say one of the big differences between um, the development of your children versus my children is the fact that I didn't have a dog to help assist with That's cleaning. And That's one weakness that Kevin had that he probably wishes he could take back. For he sure. He doesn't want to go now that they're older, but back then he probably regrets it. So you're good. It's good that you have a dog, Stephen. So, <laughs> and then, like I said, like you're too busy doing your manly stuff and, you know, fixing whatever you have to fix and whatever. You don't have time to clean anything. Not only the kitchen. I mean, you don't have time to clean up that baby's toys. If you did, what, when would you have time to do the things that you need? Because you can't forget about yourself through all this process, right? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, you have to use, spend time for self-care. And, and speaking of cleaning, one thing I, I do feel is very, as a healthcare professional, actually, this is something that, you know, very important advice. Um, when it comes to, like, germs and things, you know, of course, when we get sick, we build up immunity, right? We, you want that immunity built up early. That is true. So I kind of wish my kids were born during COVID just to... Just yeah, because of that reason. exactly. So what you really, you really, you really don't want to be washing your kids' hands. You don't want to be washing their silverware. You know, get get that junk dirty, man. Just you know, right. let those germs all over place. You need to build that immunity up. And curiosity is a beautiful thing. If they see something weird looking on the floor at the Walmart that looks like a squished up gummy, or just, I mean, let them try it. If they don't like it, they could spit it back out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't want to. <laughs> We don't, we don't want to mess up their curiosity because that's really what makes them grow and know who they are and build up their immunity. Those are, that's important too. I mean, I mean, that's a win-win right there. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so there's, I'm glad, I hope that, that like a lot of, there's so much advice I wish I would have had when I was, I mean, I think our kids were what Kali is 14 now. Yeah, Kali's, she, uh, she'll be 14. 14. She'll be 14 in December. And Brian will be 15. So like we had, we had children around the same time, so we didn't really have older brothers to kind of give us this advice to other. We just kind of had to take it as it came, you know. So I'm glad we can impart some of this wisdom on Stephen. Yeah, so no, many, for sure. I think we just made the first few years of his baby's life that much better. That's true, and I mean, I don't have a lot of experience in like the teenage years because you know my daughter's your colleague's only just now, you know, turning 14, but um, you know, that's where when they're starting to develop into adults, adulthood is as teenagers. And I find yeah. that one of the most important things is, um, and, and I believe Steven's having a daughter. Yes. Um, so I think one of the most important things when it comes to a teenage girl is uh, let her wear whatever she wants. You know, let her, let her <laughs> well, just just right? just express herself. And that's that's what's important in those teenagers, the ability to express yourself. So let her wear whatever clothes she wants. Um, you know, if some some boys come in and talking to her or whatever, that's fine. You know, she needs to get that that uh experience early on so yeah it's fine right and even before the teenagers whatever they want to wear that's fine they could she could probably is going to want to 
um, get into wearing makeup a little bit. So, you know, let her do her thing with Stephanie's makeup, even the, like the brand new expensive stuff that Stephanie gets. I don't know how much white makeup she wears, but you know how girls have their lotions and crap like that and stuff like the baby should have full reign for that, I would think. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Or the, for even sure. And keep growing up and let them wear whatever clothes they want. It doesn't matter. Um, in 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 this digital digital age, um, you know, yes, you know yes, technology is important. So as a teenager, mm-hmm. actually, even before that, as soon as they're able to look at a screen, you want them to have as much right. time as possible. I mean, when they're only iPad, like one, on you might have to computer. help hold the iPad for them, which is yeah. okay because while you're watching TV, instead of, I mean, you could play with all the toys in the book. Your show's on, and you want your kid to know about technology, so you just hold that device there while while you're watching your show or playing your game or whatever, and then eventually they'll be able to hold it on their own, and you're you're good. Like plus, you won't have all these like educational toys laying all over that you'll be tripping over and having to clean. Just give them that that tablet as soon as they can. That's important because you know one thing they didn't even have cell phones when we were kids. And I sort of regret that because I sometimes now that I'm older and I'm not getting this as early as the kid, I don't, it takes a little longer for me to catch on how to do things. So I don't know how our parents did it with not, with not having the ability to just hand us a a phone or a tablet, especially when you're out, especially when we're out having like dinner as a family someplace. I mean, you know, exactly. Especially like the teenagers, you know, they're not, they don't, they're too cool. They don't want to be, you know, associated with their parents all the time. So yeah, just give that to them, man. Let them and you know, at church fun. too, it's important. Like, because if the kids make any noise at all, everyone at church stares at you. So just give them the advice right there. All the way through church, keep that bad boy on. And of course, when you have to take, there's a time when you have to take away the device because you can't have it 24 seven. But at this time, when this time happens, I suggest, again, going back to that natural motherly relationship that the child will have with your wife, with the mom, that should always be the mom's responsibility to take away the device. No, yeah, of course, yeah. you'll give it to him. You'll give it to him for sure because that you have it in your pocket too. So you give it to him. But when it's time to wrap it up, that's definitely – let let Stephanie do that. That's Let her take away the device. It, you don't want to do that. It is important for the mother to be the one that really kind of – because they have developed that bond. Because they spent so much time in those early years, they developed that bond. Really – most pretty much any disciplinary action and things should really right. come from other we because they have that bond. Too. We're you know? good parents because we're thinking the same things. Go ahead with that thought. Cause that's yeah. what I was going to so, say. So for us, it's, you know, it's important. We're providers, you know, since we do the work, we're providers. So we should be providing <laughs> so much trouble, man. We should be providing not only for our, our wife, you know, when, when necessary, but also for our children. And part of that being provided. Wait, 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 I'm, I'm not going to interrupt you long, but you forgot one key element. Also for yourself, you need. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Obviously, you have to provide still, for yourself. Your hobbies are still important. They are because if not, what kind of father are you going to be anyways? You need your stuff. Board games, sure, buy them all. Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, whatever you need. Musical instruments, but go ahead. Back to what you're saying. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. And and so part of that providing for your child is to provide them the opportunity to really enjoy life with you. Right. Um, so you don't really need to handling the discipline portion of it because you don't want that child to hate you or anything like that. So, you know, you play know. with the kid, like give them that screen. And then one time when it is that rare occurrence, when they need to, you know, kind of wrap it up a little bit. Yeah. But for sure. Let, let the wife handle that. They already have that bond. There's going to be trusted more. That's true. You're right. Exactly. And like you said, pretty much any discipline, I mean, that has to be what happens. And, like, obviously, you can't have two people disciplining the child because then the poor kid, man, it'll always feel like everyone's just disciplining them all the time. They need a best friend. 
And that's your job. The mom has the maternal bond. You got the best friend. And also like anything you can get your kid to do in public or not just maybe not in public, any, any silly thing you could get that some, the world might view as dangerous, but it could be a good photo opportunity. Like I'm trying to think of some examples here. Oh yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You know, photo opportunities are the best on Facebook. You do. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. That, that is important. I think we didn't, we didn't stress that much. It is very absolutely imperative that you really, like I, you know, let your children I know we be don't drink, themselves. but an example I can think of, I know we don't drink, but an example I can think of is having a beer bottle there with, you know, the child holding it. That's that's just funny stuff, man. Anything yeah. like that. I mean, it, maybe, I guess the worst for you, because you're a gamer, Steve, maybe you're, if you have any Mountain Dews or whatever. I mean, we're, we don't drink alcohol but in our family, but a Mountain Dew would be a good substitute. I can think of just have the baby holding that, you know. Or like, yeah, anything like that, that's a good photo opportunity. I want to go back to the thing you're talking about, because you mentioned Facebook, and it's a very important point. Um, I do feel that, you know, and this goes back, especially in the teenage years, when they need to really be expressing themselves as much as they can. I think giving them the opportunity to post themselves on social media, all the social media, honestly, as much as possible. Because you know you want them to have that exposure. You want you want people to yes, because you know, they might be um, influencers one day. Like yeah, they could be influencers one day. Yeah, it's practice, and and you definitely you want strength, complete strangers to see exactly what they're up to. Because you know they, they that's those are things that could become important later. Dude, if I would have had that when I was younger, who knows? I could be touring with like any kind of big Dave Matthews band. Like if I would have had that exposure when I was younger, you know. Or I could have been, I could have reached my act dreams of being an actor much easily, much more easily. Yeah, exactly. Because, and a, and I mean, the good thing about, you wanna... and the good thing about social media when it comes to your kids is those are people that they don't know physically. You know, they're like complete strangers, but you know, it's over distance, so it's perfectly fine for them to talk to them. You Plus, know, it, it gives them a chance to, to socialize. There's, you bring up a good point. Also, like, I mean, you have to know how to, you have to understand how to talk to text. You have to understand like the abbreviations. You have to know how to make a meme. You have to know how to bully people online. So like, how are you going to do that without like just letting them go online with whoever they want, right? Just let them talk, let them say whatever they want. I mean, those are in the world, the way the world is today, that's kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. Like if that's something they want to do with their lives, be a, a social media influencer or whatever, like I say, let him. Re- don't. Yeah, I mean that's, that's where things are heading now. I mean, look, um, where would Blippy be if his in um, Ryan's world? Where, where would those people be if their mom and dad told them no? Exactly. You know, I mean, the sky's the limit. Uh, we are. That, kinda, you know that one two buckle my shoe kid? I don't know if you know even know him yet, but no, I don't. Any of these kids that get famous off of. Well, we're we're, uh, we're starting to run short a little time, so we have anything we want to wrap up real quick? Oh, but we have so much more to discuss. Yeah, we do. We really do. <laughs> I mean, as they get older, I guess we have a couple minutes. We'll just wrap. We'll hit a couple hot points. The driver's license. I mean, it's good to give them their driver's license as soon as they can, and then like, well, they can drive you around everywhere while you're not really. You don't have to pay attention while they're driving because you can just chill. They, I mean, it's easiest, best for them to learn if you're letting them do it on their own anyways. I mean, I would even maybe even consider being prepared, like before they even get their permit, like 13, 14 years old, they should start driving then. So they're prepared and then they could take, you could be eating your food. I, your I, I, I put my daughter behind the wheel of a car yeah. when she was nine um, I, or maybe it was 10. I think it was 10. It was the first time I had her uh-huh. behind the car. Yes, because it was the same time I bought her own gun. So, uh <laughs> 
I haven't done that. I can't go that far, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's, it's important to do that. And um, just remember like when they, as they get older, they might start to think that they know they have like, they have this attitude they develop and stuff. And it's not because of how you raise them. Like you personally, it's not because of anything, these things we taught you to do. I mean, they're just going to have that attitude. So you just got to deal with it. Like I said, usually uh, mom is the disciplinarian. So mom can usually take care of some of that. But if you have to, the best thing is just to take away all their stuff and throw them in the room and ground them for, you know, for, tell, them, tell them that they're grounded for life or whatever. And then obviously once they, once they've learned their lesson, you know, a couple hours later, say, okay, well, you stopped crying, you know, or you said, please. And so now you're ungrounded, you know, you know, you don't yeah. have to really, you can get, you can dish out the punishments, but as long as they've learned their lesson, you don't have to follow through on it. Just it could open threats are fine. As long as they've learned their lesson, you know, um, yeah, no, you're so, right. But it just, as it, long as you speak your voice, you could, I would even yell at like scream at them, say whatever you're grounded, whatever you're not, you're never going to see your friends again. They learn their lesson after a couple hours, let them have it back as long as they apologize to you. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think in the, in the unlikely event that you actually um have them grounded for the entire duration that you had initially given them. Um, it is important to make sure, you know, let's say you ground them from like video games. Right. But sometimes there's a video game that you just really want to play. So just kind of feel like a door playing by yourself. Yeah. So, you know, just be like, Hey, you know what, this will make an exception this time. That's fine. And plus, you know, let them understand that, you know, sometimes, you know, rules are there from place, but you know, there are ways around them once in a while. So it's, it's you're important. Right, you're right. You're right. And then when you get to that point, especially video game specific, like when you're done playing the game, cause you're ready to go to sleep, but they want to keep playing. Well, okay. Well, tonight's fine. Since you already played, you can go ahead and be online for a couple more hours. Just make sure you get to bed by, you know, three in the morning or whatever. And if not, then just make sure you get the sleep you need. You can sleep until noon the next day if you want, if you need it. Um, so, yeah, like you're right. Like they have to they have to understand the rules are there, but sometimes rules are made to be broken. And Yeah, no, for sure. And, and when they're yeah. that age of school, I mean, school is important, but sometimes it's more important to just, you know, experience life. So if they have those days right. where they don't want to go to school, that's that's fine. It's perfectly fine. Especially since you have to go to work anyways. I mean, you, there, there's lots of mag, magical adventures that they could have with, of course, when Stephanie works again, that'll be a little bit tougher, but, um, but yeah, you're right. Take a sick day or just let them explore the day on their own, you know? Yeah, that no, could for sure. Too. Um, I had one more thing I just thought of and not went away. It was a good one. Well, I mean, I, I think Stephen will be good for what we got. We've given him some good, yeah. solid parenting advice. True, true. Um, so I, I think he's. I think he'll be prepared. He'll he'll be okay. I agree. I mean, all these things we're sharing are things I wish I would have known when I was younger. Obviously, I mean, um, they can have sugar at nighttime. I, if they want to eat a pop tart and a lemonade before they go to bed, I mean, because they're if they're oh, really yeah. crying for it, for example, like they're screaming and screaming, you got it. You got to give in to them, man. They're sad. They're crying. They're upset. You're right. Give and, them and sugar before especially, bed. Especially when they're younger because, I mean, you know, the dentists say that sugar kind of helps rot the teeth. It causes the teeth to rot and they get cavities. But, dude, their baby teeth are going to go away anyway. Right. So it, it doesn't really matter. Them. They don't even really have to brush their teeth that age. They can just wait until they're adults and their adult teeth come. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's a fair point. And that, that helps. Also, it goes go back to the immunity system, too. I mean, if they're exposed to that stuff earlier, it's better for them, obviously. Yeah, no, exactly. Building up immunity is important too. for sure. Yeah. So all the sweets are good. Yep. I think we, I think that's a pretty good list. Um, I, 
yeah, I don't know. You don't, you don't want them to have to do too many chores because they're just children. But yet you also want them to do the jobs that you. So that's kind of a, a tough balance. Like if they want to, if they don't feel like doing the dishes and taking the trash out because they're too busy doing important things, you don't want to interrupt that. But yeah, on the other hand, when there's something you have to do that you don't feel like doing, then they do have to understand at that point in time that they need to do all the work that you are supposed to be responsible for around the house. Like you can get her, you know, I don't know how big your lawn is. I haven't been to visit you, but get her mowing that lawn as soon as you can. Yeah, um, no, exactly. And you need and, to stay in your floor. She needs to, you got to teach her how to do that right away or just anything like that. Like if it's something that you just can't do at that time because you're playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons, you know, am I right? Like get that kid <laughs> on that stuff. But yeah, on the other right. hand, you know, you don't want to force them to do, because if you force them to do their chores all the time, then it'll be harder to get them to do your stuff that you're supposed to do. So if you don't get the chores done, usually, I mean, I know that moms are so wonderful. Usually the mom will cover the chores if the kids don't, because that's just what, I mean, you're good. Yeah, I think that'll work out. So, and so uh, hopefully Stephen um, takes what we said, what our lessons that we learned and um, applies them. And I, I feel like, uh, you know, our new niece or whatever is going to grow to be a very, very productive member of society. I agree. I agree. She'll be the most loud and opinionated. And I, I don't know. She'll just be like, she'll be total. If she follows all these, those things, she'll be one of the most functioning members of society. Maybe she'll grow up to be president one day or, you know, a YouTube influencer either way. Yes. Yeah, I mean, obviously. So cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Obviously we were all this. these things we've said, <laughs> I need to put some kind of disclaimer on it. Um, <laughs> anybody who's listened to us on the internet, we've successfully raised seven humans, at least to the age of seven to 15, without any incidents occurring, major incidents. So we're just kidding, obviously. And if Stephanie hears these things, hopefully Stephanie knows we're just kidding too. <laughs> but enjoy it, Stephen. It'll be fun. You're going to have no sleep. And you're going to have what times where you wonder why, why, why did I decide this is what I wanted? But in the end, it'll be the greatest thing ever. I will agree with that. No, no, no. Uh, I think we'll go ahead and close up. Um, yeah, so this was fun. And uh, hopefully we'll get hopefully back to Hopefully not only we reached our brother, but any other potential parents that listen to us. <laughs> there you go. And we don't, you don't even have to charge, pay us the 99, or no, that's for the throwdown anyways, the 99 cents a month. Or is it for both podcasts? I don't know. I think for instance, throw down for right now. That advice we gave you is what I'm trying to say is that was free advice from two old experienced parents. <laughs> well, well, thanks for listening to this, everybody. We'll see you around. And then um, hopefully, uh, hopefully next time we'll have Steven with us. And um, yeah, we'll be, we'll be good to go. And he'll be well on his way to being a, a great dad. <laughs> <laughs>